Welcome to episode 196 of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris. Hello, hello, once again, welcome to Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris. I am your host, the Stacey Harris. This is episode 196. Uh, show notes for everything I mentioned, including some very cool resources, are going to be at thestaceyharris.com slash episode 196. Uh, so be sure, if you haven't yet looked at that, to check that out, because I will have some links to resources I mentioned. Uh, and today we're going to talk about graphics and why your graphics matter and how to choose them and the importance of branding and things of that nature. Uh, so it's going to be a good one. Before we jump into that, I wanted to invite you to a brand new free training I will be hosting next Wednesday, or I'm sorry, next Thursday, October 1st at 10 a.m. Pacific time. We're going to talk about the five steps to building a Facebook ad that actually works. So that gets you clients, that grows your email list, that fills your program. Uh, what are the five things, what are the five phases, steps, whatever you want to call it, uh, you need to be paying attention to what are the things you need to do to make sure that your ad stands apart and you're not another person whose ad sort of just flopped. You spent money, you did all of that, and then bupkis. We don't want that. And so I'm going to show you how to change it in a very, very, very cool free training. If you want to learn more about that, link is over at the show notes. Uh, but the stacyharris.com slash free training is where you will reserve your seat. Sound good? All right, I'm amped. I am so amped to talk about this because this is something I get a lot of questions about. Um, I get a lot of questions about this and hit the mic backstage. I get a lot of questions about this when I do uh, Q and A's in Facebook groups, uh, when I do Q and A's at, at speaking engagements and, and live shows. I get this question a lot. So how do I choose my social graphics? Um, you know, what about them matters? Do they need to be branded? Do they not need to be branded? Do they need to be different for different networks? Uh, how can I how can I make the most of that? So I'm going to tell you, first of all, yes, your social media graphics matter because they are a visual representation of you and your brand, meaning it's worth taking the time and paying attention and making sure they're on brand. And what do I mean by on brand? First of all, obviously, your message uh, needs to be in line with what you teach and with what you share, with how you lead. Uh, that's sort of the first step to on-brandness. And, you know, honestly, I have seen this be a disconnect for people uh, in an effort to be funny or to to pitch something. Uh, you get disconnected from how it is you normally present, uh, how it is you you talk to people, how it is you share ideas, how it is you lead. Um, so make sure that, first and foremost, that message is on-brand and on-point that it's, it's something that's going to be familiar to your audience because they're used to hearing from you. Uh, the second one, the actual graphic part, make sure that that graphic is in line. If you are a uh, somewhat conservative brand, then a, a, a you know very revealing, very sexy image probably isn't going to make sense for you. Uh, on the flip side, if you are somebody who's very, uh, or a brand that's very sort of sexy and sensual, then it's not going to make sense to have like, a really buttoned up conservative looking graphic. Uh, so make sure you're in line in that sense. Uh, for me, my brand tends to be a lot me, uh, my face, you'll see my face a lot, um, for better or worse. Uh, so that tends to be a factor in, in how I choose graphics. 
Uh, and when it's not my face, it's still something that you would see in the photos you see of me. So sort of the, the way the background is or, or, you know, you'll see a lot of like concert crowds, things like that when I use stock imagery um, because it's in line with the overall concept of, of Hit The Mic and the brand. Does that make sense? Uh, okay. The third piece is your fonts and your colors. Make sure that they're represented the same way they are in your other pieces. So for me, I have two fonts that I actually have uh, that get used all the time. They're on the website, they're in the graphics, they're everywhere. Uh, and so make sure those are used. Uh, and the other piece is your, your colors. I tend to use gold, uh, a, a specific shade of pink, uh, and black. Uh, and those tend to be my color spectrum. Obviously, not everything has just those colors in it. And you, you will find that there are other colors and things. Uh, for example, Hit the Mic Backstage has a lot of yellow in it. Um, yeah, so you will see other colors, but make sure that your base colors are somehow represented. Uh, and so the best way from a, a visual perspective to make sure that those things are on point is to have a brand board. And this is something that was created for me by my, uh, brand consultant. That doesn't have to be the way it's done. You can absolutely... Uh, go in and build one yourself. Absolutely. If you have that already, uh, maybe you worked with somebody, a uh, branding coach or whatever, and, and that's just not something you got, put it together. Uh, if you're working with a designer, then a designer should absolutely put the, something like that together. Just ask them. They probably can do it really quickly. Um, but it's not something that's going to be horribly difficult for you to set up if you're not at that place yet. It's just a, 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 one place find all of the things that you that are a part of your brand. And what I'm going to do is I'll actually post an image in uh, the show notes of what my brand board looks like. And you can see that Kay did a fabulous job with mine. Um, but you could do a way more basic version with just like the list of your fonts, the list of your colors, uh, and some sort of graphics that have done well in the past or graphics that you really like. Uh, that could absolutely be the same thing. If you are not quite right at a place where you want to put it all together in one document, start with a Pinterest board. Uh, when I worked with Kay, we actually built a Pinterest board um, of things that felt like my brand, things I wanted my brand to, to look and feel like. And so I still use that as a point of reference when I work with new designers or um, when I'm building out something new. So Hit the Mic Backstage, for example, has a slightly different branding than the StaceyHarris.com does. There's a lot more yellow, um, but it still has, the yellow kind of feels like the gold of, of the StaceyHarris.com. Uh, and also it still has like the mic and it still has a vibe that's very familiar. It's just slightly tweaked because it is sort of its own big thing. Uh, but I went and looked at the brand board, my brand board, to see what things I wanted to pull from that uh, into Hit The Mic Backstage. Uh, so that's a really nice thing to have and keep as a place to collect those sort of points of reference. Uh, and so pay attention to that. But building these graphics for social media or having someone on your team do it is a lot easier when you have something already put together to reference of what your brand looks and feels like, what's cool and what's not cool, um, from a visual perspective, but also from a voice perspective. So uh, I always encourage clients who are outsourcing to have a 
this is not cool sort of document. Like, we're not talking about this. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. Uh, for example, with the Stacey Harris, you will not see me talk a lot about holidays uh, because not everyone celebrates every holiday. I have a very international brand. We have people who listen to the show from literally every corner of the planet, which is fabulous. Um, and so it's just not something I reference, not because I'm afraid to offend anybody or I don't want to leave anybody out, but it's just, it's not something that affects us all. So I don't worry about it. Um, on the flip side there, you know, I have clients who, whose brands are, are, you know, very, no cussing, no, no sexy talk. Um, no talking about drinking, whatever it is that, that, that fits for your overall brand, make sure that it's being taken care of in that list. Okay. All right, so from there, how do we build these graphics? We kind of, we know the things that need to go in there. We know the pieces, the things we need to pay attention to. But brass tacks, how do we build these? First of all, this is a great job for a designer. Um, one of the things Kay did, and and she's fabulous, by the way, and I'll link to her on the web, in the show notes, is she built me some templates. So the, the podcast quote templates that you see when I have guests or or the quote templates you see on three things. Those are templates she built me as part of my package. Um, and that's something you could have a designer do to build you social media graph temp graphics templates uh, in Photoshop. Uh, if that's not a place you are, Canva is fantastic for building graphics. Uh, and Canva for work, I've been using it and you can store uh, like some font choices and some color choices as defaults so you can just it speeds up the whole the whole process when you can just grab from your brand specific stuff. Uh, you can store those those photos that you use a lot, um, and so it's a really great place to do it. Plus, they have some sort of pre formatted templates, so again, you have some access to uh, designer level stuff that you can kind of tweak. My suggestion with Canva though is if you're going to decide to use it. Uh, make sure you're not creating the same graphics that everybody else is using. Uh, I see a lot, a lot, a lot of this with a couple of specific templates inside of Canva that people, like as soon as I see it, I'm like, yep, that's definitely a Canva graphic because I just know the layout so well because I see it so often. So make sure that you are taking time to make it specific to your brand or you're pulling enough of your brand in there that the Canva-ness of it doesn't pull me out. Uh, another free tool and a great option to use for DIYers is PicMonkey. Uh, it's a, it's sort of Photoshop Lite, if you will. Uh, it's web-based and you can, again, create really amazing graphics. You can store your, you know, choose your fonts and your colors and, and your images and, and you can build a social graphic. Um, so those are some of my favorite tools. Sort of top level, have a designer build you some templates. Um, and then sort of DI, for, my, for the DIYers, Make sure that you are using a tool like Canva or PicMonkey to really to really build something that works for you. Now, the third part I want to touch on, and this is where we're going to wrap it up at, is is do you sort of build one graphic and use it everywhere? And I'm going to say no because different places are going to need different things. Now, with that said, there are some things where I absolutely do use the same graphic in multiple places. Um, an example of that is the quote images for the podcast. And that's because it's a very specific brand, a very specific image that goes with a very specific piece of content. And I want that consistency uh, to pull people in. Now, if I'm creating something, I would like um, a great example of this is an ad, photo ad for uh, Hit the Mic Backstage. 
I created a graphic for Pinterest. I created a graphic for Facebook. I created a graphic for Google+, for Instagram, so on and so forth, because I wanted them to be optimized for those sites. I wanted them to look the best they could on each of those sites. So what my point here is, is more often than not, you will go ahead and choose a graphic specific for the content and you'll work out from there. But in some cases, it totally makes sense to use a graphic in specific places. The other thing is, is there's a lot of times where I will post a graphic in Facebook that literally doesn't get posted anywhere else. Or maybe a, a week or so later, it gets posted on Instagram and vice versa. Um, but it's not something that floods all of the places because it's being built for something very specific. Maybe it's a, uh, a photo that I am using to increase engagement in a Facebook group I'm a part of or to grab some attention in a Facebook group I'm a part of. Um, or on Instagram, which I've been playing more with, with images in there and, and uh, asking questions and things like that. Again, those will often be the same image because the same size, the same shape plays well in both places. Um, but that, that doesn't tend to be a graphic I take a ton of other places. So I don't need to recreate that in the different sizes. And so that's what I really encourage you to look at is not sort of for the blanket rule of does this need to be, you know, here, here, and here, but does it make sense for me to post this here, here, and here? Uh, if it does make sense, and if you want it to really play well, then yes, take the time to change the shape, to change the size, uh, and really optimize it for the different places. This is something that I think is a per content decision, but it's always a good rule of thumb to make sure that you are creating something for the network you're on, not everywhere. Does that answer your questions? I hope it does. If it does not, be sure to join us in the VIP community and, and let's talk more there. Uh, or if you really want to take this next level and you really want to know what's up, um, we're actually going to have a training on social media graphics coming in the next several months and hit the mic backstage. So be sure to check out hitthemikebackstage.com. Plus, these are the kind of questions I get every single week in office hours. Uh, so it's a great place to get information uh, for, for your questions, the things you're struggling with, okay? So check everything out I mentioned, the links, my brand board, uh, all of it out at thestacyharris.com slash episode 196. And I will see you guys next time.